Hello, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Britt. And this is Skeletales. This is the podcast that asks the age-old question of, is my dead grandma watching me? She is Britt. You know, when you make a New Year's resolution to not eat any more hot dogs, and then (laughs) it's like 12.03, and you're like at that fridge, cramming some hot dogs in your mouth, microwaving them, eating them raw, because you're Mm -hmm. also drunk from all your champagne. (laughs) Grandma saw that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you couldn't do it. That cold weenie just can't resist it. Can't stop housing them. Although I'm um, less tempted by the weenie and more tempted by the chocolate. Like if I was like, I need to eat less chocolate. And then somebody brings out like some chocolate desserts at 12.03. I'm like, fuck it. Oh, yeah. The chocolate bonbons. But does it Mm. really count on New Year's night? I feel like the New Year's resolutions don't really kick into like the second or third. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, second or third. (laughs) You get like a bye day. That first is kind of a write off. Yeah. June. But do we just talk about New Year's resolutions and... um? Uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs. We tell true tales of the supernatural, paranormal, and I forgot. <laughs> you were you say it. True, true tales. Yep. True tales of the strange, unusual, <gasps> and paranormal. Oh, that's much better. <gasps> yes. yes. And coincidence or superstitions. I did look up a few New Year's superstitions just for shits. So there's no superstitions involving... Um, housing hot dogs unfortunately we could make one it's bad luck not to eat 12 hot dogs at the stroke uh, tw- of midnight <laughs> I don't need those for the kind year. of gut issues oh my gosh um, how about well because you know you do the black eyed peas that's the thing right do you guys yes. do the black eyed peas yeah, um, I know of it I have not done it with my children I think I will actually because they have a different name. I was like, what the fuck is this? You got to eat these things? It was like Johnny Hot <laughs> Hot Nannies or something. Is like, that Black Eyed Peas in a yes. pot with 12 hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it does. I bet hot dogs and Black Eyed Peas do go well together. <laughs> Probably. There's another name for it. I was like, oh, what is this tradition of eating this this interesting name food? Some Johnny Hoppy Boys? Nope, it wasn't. I'm like, oh, they're just black eyed peas. I've done that. I want some Johnny Hoppy Boys. <laughs> Johnny <sounds> Hoppy Boys? <laughs> um, Delicious. Hoppin' Johnny's. That's what it was. It nice. Was, it's a black eyed pea recipe. I don't know. Maybe it does. If it has fucking hot dogs in it, it's destiny. <laughs> we're doing this. It, we're doing it. It probably has like sausages or something. Oh, you can make it vegetarian. Normally a ham hock. Oh, you think ham hock? Okay, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ham and... It's kind of like a hot dog, right? Yeah, it is. It's a cow. Nope, it's not. <laughs> no, it really isn't. <laughs> it's it's pig. I'm, I'm Googling while I'm talking. It's a pig. It's a pig. I know what it is. <laughs> ham hock. That's the, you know, the rear end of the cow, right? <laughs> Uh, I know exactly. It's 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 animal geography. I'm also not good at that. <laughs> Get you a map. Yeah, uh, All right. Oh wait, you superstitions. Yes. We're talking about that. All right. So we could also make a superstition that you have to eat chocolate at midnight. It's a mm. great mm-hmm. like you must do it because it will bring wealth and yes. 
uh, uh-huh. decadence into your new year and richness, richness, Ooh. wealth, and decadence. I'm in. Hell I'm yeah. On board already. You could also um, burn a scarecrow. What? Okay. Would you like to do that? Because um, in Ecuador, that's what they do to burn away the past year's bad energy. It's like your Ooh. own little burning man. Dude, I'm kind of into that. Fireworks out? Oh, I could like tie a scarecrow to a firework because we blow up some fireworks in our neighborhood. It gets oh. wild. Wild. I, that's that, I'm going to okay. do it. I'll like just tie some Oh, like hay. a tiny little scarecrow. Oh, You're yeah, like doing no. a teensy one. My <laughs> brain like had, my brain voodoo, was like glitching there for scarecrow. The, trying to picture this well, I don't, for a second. I don't know where to get a full size one. Although that could be fun to blow up with a firework too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's one idea. A miniature okay. Burning Man festival in your driveway. Love it. All right. You could also throw things out your windows. Maybe furniture. Um, is that ideally, a <laughs> in, in Italy, that's what they do to make room for good energy in the new year. They got to move all this shit out, throw some shit out the window if it doesn't fit to oh. make room for the new energy. Highly approve of this one. Yeah. I can't stand clutter. I'm just going to throw that shit out the window. It just will dis- right, it'll disappear. It'll just <laughs> throw it out the window and I'm sure... <laughs> It won't be there in the morning. <laughs> Just move those problems right outside. That's but, right. Okay. You could also toss some dishes on your neighbor's or family ma- member's doorsteps. Oh, no. I'd be pissed as hell if somebody did I'd that I'd be really me. pissed at that, too. I don't love that. The Dutch, it's a Dutch, da- nope, it's a Danish superstition that's thought to bring good luck in the new year to come. I don't know who gets the good luck, though. Is it you because you go break a dish or do you Uh break a dish on someone? You're like throwing good luck at their house. Or are you like, you're going to need good luck so you don't cut your foot, bitch. (laughs) Someone's getting cut. Someone's getting cut. of glass are getting in between toes right there. This just sounds like a nightmare. Did I tell you I had a piece of glass on my foot like for fucking a few days a couple weeks ago? Oh, God, it's the worst. It went in my foot during a tennis match or it came out of my foot during a tennis match. I still can't decide when or how this happened. My guess, my guess you had your shoes by the front door and somebody was like, Alyssa needs good luck. Smash. And then that that glass just went straight in your shoe. You're like innocently putting that shoe on for tennis. Yeah. The luck didn't come. I think we figured it out. It must be good luck for whoever's throwing it at the person. And then one last thing is run run with an empty suitcase. I like this one the most because (laughs) I feel like you look crazy. Um, And it's because you will bring good luck. And you fill your new year with adventure and travel, according to uh, Colombian tradition. So, I like that one a lot. I ca- I do. <laughs> You're just a loon running down the street. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you late for the train? Where Where are you going? And I like this idea because you can store your hot dogs and chocolate in oh. there, and your black your Johnny <laughs> yes. Hoppins in yes. there until midnight. Pound those all, and then you have an empty suitcase to run around with. Empty like a suitcase. Crazy oh person. yeah. First, eat the Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Hop and Johnnies, I think, is what they were called. The black-eyed peas. There we go. 
And then you can't waste that bowl. So no. one you throw out the window, one you throw on the Smash patio. Smash that fucking bowl. There, I didn't even think about that. You take that empty suitcase and you run like hell. And just have a scarecrow. Just like tie one to your back just for the hell of it. <laughs> and then you're good. That sounds hot. I um, think I made for a hot, oh hot God. girl New Year right there. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. New Year's. Good. Okay. I have a story to tell. Shall okay, please, I tell please, please do. Oh, speaking of hot girls, I got a story from our hot box, baby. Woo! In fact, I've got two stories. I'm so excited. Nice. My first story comes from William. Um, William says, hey, Alyssa and Britt, my name is Billy. Oh, shit. Just kidding. His name's Billy, not William. You can say my name. Oh, thanks. I just want <laughs> I just wanted to start by telling you I love your podcast and come back every week for new episodes. You make my workday so much more enjoyable. With that said, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my family. This is less of a story and more of a series of events. I am here for it. To start, I have to explain that I am a Leo, and so my dad's mom. Oh, and so was my dad's mom. Are you a Leo too? I am a Leo. You said <gasps> yes, this like you don't know because I Mike's a Leo too. No, Mike's Cancer. Oh well, fuck. Never mind. But you don't know that. Then yes, I'm a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Mike thought we. I don't know why I thought we were both the same. I thought you were a Cancer too. Nope, I'm a Leo. Fuck yeah, I'm a Leo. Okay. I William. I don't know much about Leos, but I'm feel like I where maybe we'll find out. Okay. When I was born, my grandma gave me a stuffed lion toy, calling me her little Leo. Aw. She passed when I was still very little. And eventually, because of how often my mom and I moved, I lost the original lion toy. Mm-hmm. You would think that would be the end of my connection with my grandma, but she has her ways. Even though I lost the original lion toy, many more would find me throughout my life, especially when my life needed a little extra love and support. There is a distinct time when I had moved to Pennsylvania that was incredibly difficult. I was constantly bullied and my family life was equally as hard. That's when help showed up in two forms. The first form was a small beanie lion I could fit in my pocket. I found on the street walking home one day. And the second was a giant stuffed lion that was two feet tall that my mom found at a garage sale. Moments like this continue to happen throughout my life. Once is a lion-headed cap I found at a vendor when I needed a hat. Another time is a lion teddy bear with a heart-shaped mane during a Valentine's Day when I was going through a heartbreak. Currently, I have three toy lions on my bed. One is a pillow, the other two are teddy bears. Whether it's a coincidence, sentimentality, or something more mysterious, I like to think that with each of these stuffed lions, my grandma is watching out for me. Stay spooky, Billy. Grandma's a lion. Grandma's. Oh, I love that, Billy. I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. That was amazing. Leos are supposed to be stubborn, Mm -hmm. but loyal. Oh, I actually looked up our star sign combo, Brett, you and me. Really? Yeah. And we are fairly compatible, my friend. Because you're a. Because you're a. 
a Sagittarius? Uh-huh. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I am. You're a Sag- Sagittarius. And I was like, oh, shit. It's one of a Leo's strongest pairing. So, and that might Fantastic. be why William likes our podcast, because I'm a Leo and you're a Sagittarius. Oh, Damn, making connections. But yeah, I love those signs and just that little comfort of peace when you need it. Aw, Grandma. Grandma thanks for she's She's not up. always judging. She's she's there for comfort. Oh, fine. <laughs> no, she is. I get it. No, it is. It's nice. So I have a story. Okay, so my story comes from January. And January says, we purchased an 1890s farmhouse 10 years ago and began renovating it right away. One of our very first nights here, I woke up absolutely choking on the smell of perfume. I could actually taste it as though someone was spraying it directly in my face. My husband works second shift as a law enforcement officer, so I thought it was him getting home from work and had a brief thought of, why is he spraying perfume before falling back to sleep? Of course, he had no idea what I was talking about when I asked him in the morning. I started smelling that same perfume when walking to rooms in our house, even when I was alone, even in the winter, so I knew it wasn't coming from plants or flowers outside. One of the first things we did was tear out the kitchen, and that left a big hole in the floor. My husband, worried about the dangerous hole, left the house before dawn one morning to buy the materials to fix it, hoping to make it safe before the kids woke. I jumped in the shower, and when I walked back into my bedroom, my daughter, who was four at the time, was sitting in my bed watching TV and casually asked me, who's the man in the kitchen? I ran out there, and of course, no one was there. Everything was locked up tight. I asked her about the man, and she said, "Uh, he looks like Burpee, but he's dressed like Daddy. She went on to explain that he stood by the hole in the floor and shook his head at her as if to tell her not to go by it. A little backstory, my dad, who she calls Burpee, has a brother who looked very much like him who died in a car accident coming home from work when I was in college. He worked for the same law enforcement agency that my husband works for now. We assume dressed like daddy means he was in the same uniform that my husband wears to work, the same uniform my uncle was wearing when he was killed. I could go on and on about the unexplainable that has happened in this house, from the phantom smells to the little girl in the white nightgown who walked right behind me one night when I was looking in the mirror. I ran and checked on all my children who were sound asleep, none of them in white. I've loved every second of living in this spooky old house. It has always felt warm and welcoming, and visitors often say the same thing. Thank you for letting me share some of our story. Oh, January. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. I love it. And I love the idea of a haunted house that's a warming, welcoming haunt. That's like, even though you're like, you know that it's haunted and there's like spooky shit, they're like, they're happy to have you there. They're not trying to make you fall into the hole. No. They're like protecting you. I could for you. I could do without little girls running behind me in the mirror. In the reflection, anything involving a mirror, I'm out. I think they're like perfume in the mouth in the morning i think i could do without that too but that, maybe they have good intentions like 
you stinky. (laughs) Well, that reminds me, Mitch had his, like, remember his old haunted house? He had, like, a ball of perfume that he could smell. Honestly, all all perfume I can smell, I can taste. That sounds also like a nightmare. That sounds like the fucking mere shit, strong, like, perfume smells my haunted nightmare. Give me a haunted insane asylum without either of those two things, and maybe I'll take that over it. I disagree. Okay. Insane asylums are just, it's full of really unknown scary shit. Like a chandelier could fall on your head. Why there is a chandelier in the insane asylum? (laughs) I don't know. No, I agree. Lunacy. (laughs) January. Love this story. Thank you so much for letting us tell it. Um, Yes. Hate the little girl in the mirror, but also need to know more about the little girl in the mirror. Like Seriously. Yeah. If you have more, bring them. Oh. We want to follow the story of the house. Do you have another um, story? I do. And actually, this is a very serendipitous um, email from our hotbox from my friend Annie. Um, you had messaged me earlier today and you were like, we need to record. Let's hop on. Let's do it. And I was like, cool. Oh, no. I need a story. And then, bing, my phone goes off and I see this story from Annie that she has sent into us. And I was like, Annie, you got us. Heck yeah. Annie Coochie. I just needed to say that because that's what we called her um, when reading her (laughs) review. Sorry. I just had to get it out. I might cut it. I just had to say I I wasn't focusing on anything else you were saying except for I'm pretty sure we called her Annie Coochie. I called her that. (laughs) She did say that she she <laughs> did say I just listened to you reading my review and she gave a laughing face. That's the only line of this email I read and saw. I was like, oh shit. Is this anyway. a hate email? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that was very serendipitous. Perfect timing and and Annie. Jeez Louise. Perfect All timing. Right. Even better. Two stories in one email. Oh, yeah, Get love it. Re- Twofer. All right. Story number one. About 15 years ago, I had a full-length mirror in my bedroom with a chunky black frame. I shoved photos of family and friends around the perimeter, lodged between the mirror and the mirror frame. I used to do that. I remember doing that when I was younger. The photos were all in there pretty tight so that they never fell out. All of a sudden, one specific photo of my niece kept falling down onto the floor daily, sometimes multiple times a day. It didn't matter if I moved the photo to a different part of the mirror frame. It was the only photo falling down. After a week of her photo falling down, I received a phone call that my niece was in the hospital with an unexpected rare genetic illness, and she was not going to make it. After she passed... The photo stayed in place in the mirror. Well, oh my god! Oh, I have goosebumps, but I also have such sad goosebumps. <gasps> is it a premonition photo? Like, is it was it something in the universe making it fall to be like, there she is, appreciator, treasure? She's on your mind because her picture keeps falling out, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Um, I definitely used to do that with my mirror too. And when she was saying that, I'm like, oh yeah, you got to sometimes find that like tight spot for the thinner mm-hmm. pictures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it never fell out after. Poor baby niece. I know. That's so hard. 
Ah, but yeah, I think it was a premonition. I think something, right? Like it's it's interesting. I haven't heard anything is. like that before. I um no. I find it really fascinating. But it puts the her to her mind. Like she's got it. Like every time she picks up that picture and puts it back, she's looking at her the niece. She's like, yeah, mind. yes, oh. yes. All right. Story number two. Grandma story. Get ready, Alyssa. Get ready. It's going to be so embarrassing. I'm ready. I'm ready. What'd you do, Annie? <laughs> it's time. Fess up. One time I was shitting in a bucket. No. no. Oh. <laughs> 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 You're a wild card tonight. I like it. I'm like, yeah. All right. All right. I All know right. it's probably going to be so it's going to be something heartwarming, right? Oh, for sure. Okay, okay. And, and there you are pooing in a bucket. All right, here we go. <laughs> we bought a house several years ago and had been living there a few years when I noticed something odd about our fenced-in driveway. Three tiny purple pansies grew through a crack in the cement literally overnight. Nothing sprouted up in these cracks besides a few random weeds over the years, so this was incredibly odd. Pansies have a special meaning to me because they were my grandma's favorite flower, and I always bought her gifts with pansies on them. I happened to look at the date when these pansies appeared, and it was the same day that my grandma passed away a few years earlier. I texted my mom a photo, and she agreed that grandma was definitely saying hello. Oh, see, I love that. That's so nice. And double bonus because she sent me the photo of the pansies. I'm going to text it to you so you can see too. Because these pansies are literally coming out of cement. And these aren't just like crappy pansies either. They're like gorgeous. Oh, they're fancy pansies. Fancy pansy. <laughs> Can't we see them? What? They're like literally coming out of concrete. Yeah, it's not like it's not a it's crack. Not, it's not a crack. It's literally like sprouting from cement. It's insane. It's really cool. It is. That's not what I expected. I totally thought it was going to be com- coming out of a crack there. <gasps> I love it. That's even more compelling. Like, that's crazy. If you have a story like Billy and Annie in January, you can write it into our email. Yeah, send us a story into our hotbox at skeletalespodcast at gmail.com. You can also call our hotline and leave us a message. Yes, we are short one or two stories to do on our audio episode. So even if it is just a quick little snippy snap story, we want to hear it. 302-689-DEAD. 302-689-3323. We are also on all the socials. Skeletales podcast over there. DM us, message us, like things, follow things. Yeah. Am I forgetting things? No, I think you got it all. I was going to say, can someone honestly just call the number to make sure it still works? Because I think I renewed it, but um, do that. Just oh, and then if it no doesn't pressure, work, will let you us know. Let us know. 
<laughs> Will you just work for us? Please, please. <laughs> just test that out for us. We'd really appreciate it. Tell us your idea for um, a new superstition, a new New Year's superstition. Yes. Anything goes. We can tack it on. Hell yeah. I love it. Okay. Hey, Alyssa. Oh, yeah, Brett. What's up? I have something to tell you. <gasps> okay. What is it? Yeah. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year, Brett. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, listeners, everybody. Yes. Yeah. I hope you had a nice holiday. Um. Oh, there's one more thing, too, Brett. Oh, Brett. what is it? Brett. Huh. Brett. What do we forget? Haunt you later. Haunt y'all later. Good night. Good night. May all acquaintance be forgot and skeletons is here. <laughs> no, we gotta cut that immediately. That, it's a very depressing song to kick off the new year. It's I don't understand so that. Bad. Yeah, I mean, I like it because I trend dark, but I, it's not cheerful. Anyway, again, haunt y'all later. <laughs> okay, bye. Good night, bye.